again, everyone. Thanks for tuning into Sin's Workshop. Hope you're having a wonderful day. So today, we're going to be discussing Dragons of Deceit by Margaret Wise and Tracy Hickman. This is the newest book in the Dragonlands world. And let me tell you, I am here for it. I love Dragonlands. I even got the Dragonlands logo tattooed on my arm for my birthday. I mean, that is how much I love Dragonlands. This was my first introduction into high fantasy back when I was a kid. My mom's like, you're going to like this. Trust me. And oh my God, was she right? There are probably 200 Dragonlands books in the universe. Many of them you can't even find anymore. And I own probably between me and my mom, I think we own all of them. If I'm being honest, <laughs> um, not all of them. That's, that's some of the villains, um, chronicles we don't really own, but we do own a big chunk of Dragonlance novels because it's just so amazing. So when Wizards of the Coast stopped, um, publishing Dragonlance, I was pretty heartbroken. You know, I went to going to the bookstore, seeing all these books and now it's kind of just dwindled to the original uh, Chronicles trilogy, and that's about it. And I'm not going to mince words. The Lost Chronicles for me was somewhat disappointing. I was very underwhelmed, and to me it felt like Margaret Wise and Tracy Hickman closed Dragonlands with a whimper instead of a bang. Um, but overall, I'm here for this. Dragons of Deceit was everything I could have wanted and so much more. I absolutely 100% love, love, love this book. So we have a new protagonist. Her name is Destina Rosethorn. She is the daughter of a Salamnic Knight. And okay, I don't like the Salamnic Knights. I've never liked the Salamnic Knights. <laughs> they're very stiff. They're very overbearing. They're very self-righteous. So... Destina, uh, she's not my favorite. But then again, Sturm Brightblade wasn't my favorite either. However, when it came to Sturm, he had the companion. So there was a nice friendship there. He had something that tempered his self-righteousness. You know, there was something there that I could at least find likable about Sturm Brightblade. For Destina, it's a little harder. You know, her father joins the War of the Lands, and then he ends up losing his life. And from there, her life just continues to fall apart because women cannot have knighthoods in the Islamic um, society. They cannot inherit land. It has to go to the oldest male relative, which is really sexist, if you ask me. Because Destina, even her father acknowledged, and he tried to, um, you know, he tried to resolve this to leave everything to her and his will but that unfortunately got burned up in an attack against the castle so she has no proof saying hey my father gave this to me so pretty much once he died her life begin began to really fall apart now she does lots of research and she discovers the device of time turn um, of time traveling, which, you know, belongs to Tasselhoff Burfoot. Da, da, da. So she's got it in her head now. This is the story. She's got it in her head. She has to find this device of time turn, um, of device of time traveling. And in order to do that, she also needs to find the gray gem. You know what that is. And if you don't, it's chaos, chaos in a gem. Ha ha ha. Oh boy. Oh boy. 
So she unwillingly becomes the servant of chaos. And it's just, whoo, it is a wild ride, let me tell you. It was so good. And I think it's really interesting what Margaret Weiss and Tracy Hickman have always done when they're doing the storytelling. They do highlight, you know, it's the classic good versus evil. But what does it mean to be good? What does it mean to be evil? You see a lot of these Salam Knights, they're not good. You know, they're self-righteous, they're kind of greedy, a little bit corrupt. And then you have Dalimar the Dark. You know, he's a mage of the Black Robes. That's evil alignment. But he is friends with people like Tannis. You know, he's their friend. He's a good guy, you know. He's just willing to, you know, step on people who would stand in his way. Kind of like Raceland. I love Raceland. He's done a lot of... Okay, yeah, you know, his whole, if you've read the Time of the Twins, War of the Twins, Test of the Twins, he did some shaky things, but Raceland is inherently good to his core, but again, he's willing to step on people, he doesn't really mince words, he's kind of brutal in that sense, and I love Raceland because he was such a complex character, and Margaret Wise and Tracy Hickman, they're really good at creating complex characters, I think that's what they're doing with Destina. However, she's very, very stiff, as is her nature as a Salomnic, but I think you get to see her soften up, especially when people keep saying, do you know what you're doing? Because it's like, she admits to people, yeah, I need this. I need to go back and save my father. You can't fault her motivation. And at times, I'm, I'm not going to lie, she was a bit unlikable. I didn't like her a lot. And I think that's going to be a little hard for some care for some readers, because she's not 100% likable. Ex she doesn't have a band of friends. She's alone. So she doesn't really have anything to soften her. However, I think when she meets Tasselhoff and she meets Raceland and the, and the companions, because yeah, she does some time traveling near the end. And that ending, whoo, what a cliffhanger. So excited. So excited. Um, you get to see her begin to soften up. You know, some of her rough edges, they're starting to get filed down. Her... Um, relationship with the bronze dragon it's incredible you're getting to see people kind of make her face like hey are you sure you're doing the right thing and it makes her complex because then it's just like okay she's an agent of chaos unwittingly but is she good is she evil you understand her motivation she wants to save her father she misses her father he was like her best friend and when he died everything in her life fell apart um but is what she's doing good is it good or is it evil you know, she, there's a lot of complexity there that I think is going to be explored more in the second book. So I'm really excited for that. I can't wait to read it. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Can you hear my excitement? <laughs> I love Dragonlands and I loved this book so much. I, I'm just, I'm just in awe. Margaret Wise and Tracy Hickman, they are, I, I actually, I'm getting a little teary eyed right now just talking about it and I can't cry because I already did my makeup for work, but <laughs> It was so incredible. It was a steady pace. I wouldn't say it was a really fast pace, but I blew through it. Um, I love the world building. Again, you're being reintroduced to Kryn. You're being reintroduced to Dragonlance, to what made this universe so incredible. And it was, uh, I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm getting teary-eyed just thinking about it because Dragonlance really just means so much to me. It really does. It was 
it's such a big part of my life and I'm so happy to see Margaret Wise and Tracy Hickman come back and return to this world with the fire and passion that was in their original Chronicles trilogy. I mean, it's there. And it wasn't there for the Lost Chronicles. For the Lost Chronicles, I kind of felt like eh, they were kind of going through the motions. It's back and it's better than ever. So, of course, I'm going to give this book five out of five stars. Is that any surprise to anyone? And I highly recommend purchasing the book, which links to purchase the book will be in the description below. Don't you worry. Um, so, once again, Dragons of Deceit by Margaret Wise and Tracy Hickman gets five out of five stars. Uh, links to purchase in the description below. And please do not forget to like this podcast, subscribe to it, and share with all their book-loving friends. You can also become a supporter on Buy Me a Coffee or on Anchor FM, my recording platform. I hope you all check out this book and have a great and wonderful rest of your day.